wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. A distraction is anything other than your main focus in the moment. Dayallday.com. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOlDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to be more fearless. How can you be a more fearless individual or a less fearful individual, which will, the reason why this matters, the reason why I'm even trying to sell you on this proposition, because when you are a more fearless individual, you are probably try more things, which will lead to you doing more things, which will lead to you achieving more things. And also, the more fearless you are, usually what happens in life is that situations and people will move out of your way simply because they know that you know, you know where the hell you're going. When you know where you're going, people usually don't get in your ways. When you don't know what you're doing or where you're going or know what your purpose is, that's when people easily get in your way because you have no destination. You have no target, just like we talked about in yesterday's episode. But before I get further into the description, first of all, let me tell everybody that I have a daily motivation text that I send out for free every day to everyone who's in my text community. You want to receive that text. I'm telling you right now, I'll decide for you. So all you got to do is text me at this number, 305-384-6894. Send a text to that number right now. And every day when I send out the daily motivation text, you will be on the list and you will be a recipient of that daily motivation. That number again, 305-384-6894 for the daily motivation. Now, this topic, how to be more fearless, as I just told you at the beginning here, I just sold you on the subject of why you want to be a more fearless individual and how fear actually is the main thing that gets in a lot of our way when it comes to achieving our goals. It is not a lack of information. It's not always a lack of implementation. A lot of times when we don't apply or implement the information that we have or we're not being accountable to the stuff that we already know, one of the things holding us back is really fear. Now, one of the things that causes procrastination is fear. We are procrastinating, not doing something that we know we need to do. Why are we not doing it? 
because there is something on some level, consciously or unconsciously, that we are trying to avoid and we're trying to stay away from it. So we procrastinate and don't do it so that we can stay away from that thing that is, for whatever reason, causing fear in us. But we're going to address all of that in today's masterclass. Point number one topic, once again, is how to be more fearless. First thing you got to do is have a target. We just talked about this in yesterday's episode, that anything that is measurable and results based, there must be a target so that you can measure your actions and know that it is leading you to where you want to be. In episode 678, I told you why we perform so much better when we get angry. Anytime someone's angry, their performance, if they're performing, actually goes up a level. One reason is because anger creates focus. That's what anger does. When you're angry, your pupils narrow. They literally narrow and you're focused only on the target of your anger or whether that's internal or external. And because you are so focused, you perform at a higher level, not necessarily because your skill set goes up, but because your focus goes up. And when your focus goes up and you put all of your resources into one thing, which is what human beings should do ideally, we put all of our resources towards one spot. We focus all of our resources on its strongest point, which is our point of focus. Your strongest point is always what you're focusing on. We perform at a higher level. This is a quote unquote magic formula. I'm being tongue in cheek there, but this is how it works, folks. Whatever it is we get angry about, we get focused on or we raise our focus based on that anger. And that focus sharpens our senses. It concentrates our resources to a sharp point. And because of this, we are capable of performing at a much higher level. It is not that our skill set goes up again. We are just more capable because we put all of our resources on one thing instead of what we normally do, which is what many of you are doing right now. You got all your resources scattered about in 10 different places because we are no longer dissipating our resources like we normally do. All of a sudden, our performance goes up. So one step to being a more fearless individual, which will lead to you performing at a higher level, is simply focusing your resources. When you focus your resources on one thing at a time, your performance will go up. And you'll be a more fearless person. Now, let me tell you how these things connect. See, one of the reasons that we become more fearful and one of the symptoms of fear is that we try to cover every base at the same time. We're trying to look at 10 different things at once because unconsciously we're thinking to ourselves, if I don't focus on all 10 of these at once, then I might miss something over here while I'm doing this thing over here. So while I'm focusing on thing number two, something might happen in thing number six or number eight or number nine that I didn't know about and I'm going to miss out on that. So let me give a little bit of my resources number thing. To thing number six, eight, and nine, while at the same time, I'm allegedly focusing on thing number two. And therefore, you know what happens? First of all, you don't do your best on thing number two, where you're supposed to be focused, and you still miss out on those things in number six, eight, and nine. So you fail in everything. You know the saying about trying to chase two rabbits at the same time, right? You end up getting neither one of them. This is a symptom of fear. When we're trying to do everything at the same time, because unconsciously we're thinking we're going to miss out on something if we don't focus on everything at once. This is a false idea. Stop worshiping this false idol and focus on one thing at a time. Whatever it is you're doing, do your best at that. Here's the thing, folks. When because you're a smart individual, if you just focus on doing your best at the thing that you're doing, you will do so well in that thing and produce such high returns in that thing that all of the other things that you know used to think are I'm going to miss out if I don't focus on a little bit of time or effort or energy on those things. All those things will sit around and wait for you because they want that same treatment and or. You will do so well in the one thing that you're focused on that the returns from just that thing will be so high that if you end up getting nothing from all the other things, it won't even matter because you'll do so well in that one that you don't need to focus on any of the others. I talked about this in episode 1217 when I talked about my virtual mentor, this is version five on Michael Jordan. 
And one of the things that I talked about with Michael Jordan that differentiates him from the players who play today, not on a skill set level, like dribbling and shooting and scoring points and stats and all those things, but on a focus level. And it's something that I heard Michael Jordan say, as a matter of fact, he was interviewed by a cigar aficionado. And I don't smoke cigars, but Michael Jordan's a big cigar smoker. So I remember I was in a car dealership, as a matter of fact, this is where I saw this. I was in an automobile dealership and I picked up one of the magazines that one of the, the salespeople had on his desk and it had Michael Jordan. I think he was on the cover or something. And there was an interview of Michael Jordan and I'm reading through the interview. And then he also did a video version of the interview. And this cigar guy is talking to Michael Jordan. And, you know, Michael Jordan doesn't do any interviews, he's not on social media or nothing, but I guess he loves cigars enough that he was going to interview with these guys. So he did this interview. And a lot of the interview was not about basketball, but of course they asked him about basketball. And one of the things that Michael Jordan said in that interview was that the players today are totally different from him in the level of focus that he put into just basketball. Michael Jordan said, my only focus was just playing basketball. And I talked about this in episode 1217. If you haven't listened to it, I was just you listening to that episode. It's one of my favorites, my virtual mentors on Michael Jordan. And the thing is, the players these days, they have so many options at their fingertips, right? First of all, when they came into the league, they got a whole bunch of money. When Michael Jordan came to the NBA, he didn't get a whole bunch of money. He got a lot of money. He had a big contract, probably maybe close to a million dollars a year. But that was about what Michael Jordan was getting when he came in the league. Now, somebody with Michael Jordan's talent comes into the NBA today, they're getting 10 times that from the beginning. And they haven't even proven anything. Michael Jordan was getting much less from the very beginning. He had to prove it all. And even as he gained more and more money, Michael Jordan's main focus, I think we can all agree, through his results, regardless of how you feel about his status in the all-time rankings of the game, his only focus was getting better and better and dominating at basketball. He wasn't focused on being a global icon or a social justice warrior or doing certain things in certain communities or being seen by the fans as some type of individual outside of basketball. His only focus was being the best basketball player that lived. And I think we can agree that he succeeded at that. Whereas players today, now they all have slashes, right? I'm a basketball player, but I'm also an activist. I'm also a community person. I'm also a fashion icon. I also want to own all these other businesses. I'm also in the tech world. I also got this thing going on over here, and I got this AAU team, and I'm doing this and that. These, today, these players have slashes. And what is that when a player has a slash? I'm not necessarily saying it's a negative thing, but think about what we're talking about here in point number one. These players are dissipating their focus. They're focusing on more than one thing. And sometimes you are so good at one thing that you can focus on other things while still doing the first thing and still be great at it. And if you're that talented, hey, more power to you. Congratulations to you. If you're good enough to be in the top 1% in the world at something while not even focusing completely on it. And these players are that. They are indeed that. But here's the thing. This is also the reason why we ain't never going to have another Michael Jordan. Actually, let me back up. We may have another Michael Jordan if somebody can have this level of focus, but it's going to require a super, super level of blocking out of other things that could become possible distractions because there are many more options available to an athlete these days with money, attention, and the fame that comes with it before you even prove anything as compared to you know, 40 years ago when Michael Jordan came into the game and none of that was given to you until you proved something. And actually, it didn't even exist to get to a player until Michael Jordan created it. That This whole industry of what athletes can get based on their performance was created, literally created because of what Michael Jordan did. Anybody who knows that era knows that that's not an exaggeration. It was created because of him in every sport. We're talking soccer, baseball, basketball, football, all of those things. So this is an unconscious fear is what I'm saying here. I'm getting deep psychologically with you all here is that you trying to focus on more than one thing is a unconscious fear that you feel like you're going to miss out on something if you don't have your hands in everything. But here's the paradoxical truth. 
if you would just focus on just the one thing, you will get so much juice out of that orange that it won't matter that you missed out on other things and you actually won't miss out on them because they will all line up to be next. That's the way that it works. Concentrating your tools at their strongest points. That's the thing you're focused on in the moment. This reduces distractions. And understand that distraction is defined as anything other than what you're supposed to be focused on. So you may be a great business person, but if you're right now in this moment spending time with your kids and you're thinking about business, business is a distraction in that moment. Now, if you're at work and you're supposed to be handling this business meeting, but you're thinking about your kids, then your kids at that moment, at least the thought of your kids, let's put it that way, is a distraction. A distraction is anything other than your main focus in the moment. Everybody clear on that? Fear, distraction, performing less than your best, and having dissipated focus. All four of these are symptoms of each other. Each one creates the others. Let me say the four again so y'all can check them. Anytime you are fearful, distracted, you are performing less than your best, or your focus is dissipated, these all lead to each other. So a fearful person will be distracted, perform less than your best, and your focus will be off. If your focus is off, you'll be fearful, distracted, and perform less than your best. So each one of them serves the other. So you got to eliminate all four of these by focusing on one thing at a time. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is how to be a more fearless individual. Number two, stop trying to please people and instead aim to make them please you. Let me explain what I mean by this. Do not take this out of context. People pleasers cannot be fearless. All right. So that's what I mean when I say pleasing people is being a people pleaser, because one main reason that people become people pleasers is because of their conscious or unconscious fear of possibly disappointing others. This is a challenge that a lot of people have in life. And sometimes it comes and goes for some of us. This fear of disappointing others causes you to end up disappointing yourself. Curing yourself of the people pleasing habit does not mean that you have to become a mean or negative or confrontational person or be addicted to people for no reason. It simply means that you uphold your own standards and default to your own desires just as much, if not more, than you default to other people's desires. That's what it means to cure yourself of people pleasing. Stop trying to live up to what other people want and instead prioritize what you want. And then at the same time, try to figure out how to help other people get what they want. It doesn't have to be an either or thing. It's not a win-lose situation. It can be a win-win, but you got to focus on yourself first because you cannot give what you don't have. We talked about this a few days ago. There is a way to win, a way to do this in such a way that everybody wins. We call this compromise. And a compromise, you can get what you want. You might give up a little bit. They get what they want. They might have to give up a little bit. This is where you, the way you can create a winning compromise, a win-win outcome, is where you utilize your knowledge and your communication skills to create win-win situations. Smart people are able to do this. And studies show smart people listen to podcasts. You're listening to this. So you are capable of this. Now, maybe you've never done it before. Doesn't mean you can't do it. Just means you haven't done it yet. So your job is to figure out in every situation, instead of people pleasing and disappointing yourself or being a jerk and disappointing others, how can we get a win-win situation here? And again, you being an intelligent individual, it is your job to figure this out. Do not throw your hands up and say, I can't do, don't quit. Don't just abdicate and say, well, I don't know how to get a winning situation for everybody. Bullshit. I'm not accepting that. Your job is to figure out how can you get a win-win situation for everybody involved in your space. It does not have to be a win-lose in life. All right. And you definitely don't want to be a people pleaser where you are losing, but because other people are utilizing you to win. Don't let that happen anymore. Get a backbone. All right. Be tough enough to stand for yourself, but at the same time, help people get what they want with options that you learn how to control. I talk about this in my people skills course, which you can get access to when you're a member of my masterminds at workingyourgameuniversity.com. So being fearless has nothing to do with being a jerk. All right. Everybody clear about that? So that's why I said don't take this out of context. 
Being fearless is not about being a jerk or being a negative person to others. It's about believing that you can get what you want while at the same time helping other people get what they want. All right. You can do both. You do not have to pick. And it means not having a fear that you will fail at achieving this. Belief is only half the job. OK, point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to be a more fearless individual. Number three, stop thinking and start acting. And a simple way to cure fear is to stop giving fear its favorite food, which is time and thinking about things. When you contemplate, you give fear food. Fear feeds off of time and you're just sitting there thinking about the fear. It just gets stronger and stronger because the way the human brain works, whatever you focus on, you create. Anything that you are focused on, you will create more of. So when you are happy and you think about why you're happy, you'll find more reason to be happy. And they could be innocuous, random things that mean absolutely nothing, but you'll find a way to be happy about them because that's what you're focused on. When you're fearful, you could take anything and come up with a reason to be fearful about it and nothing even happens. Why? Because what your brain focuses on, you will come up with more and more reasons and examples from your own life and your past and the present and things you will make up about the future that will cause you to feel more and more of the energy that you are feeling right now in the moment. You can utilize this skill to basically create any energy you want at any time in your life, by the way. And one way that I can help you with this is getting my book, The Mental Workbook, which you see right past my left shoulder, that big red book right there sticking out. That mental workbook will help you start conditioning your mind on a day to day basis, not only condition your conscious thinking, but also the more important thoughts, which are your subconscious thoughts. Eighty five percent of your thoughts are subconscious. So if you could control those eighty five percent of the time, you're focused on something that you want. Imagine how your life will change. And in the mental workbook, I show you exactly how to do that so that you are consciously through your unconscious programming yourself to think about the things that you do want. And if you're doing that at least 85% of the time through your subconscious thoughts, then you're probably putting yourself on a track towards success as long as you know what you want. And in that book, The Mental Workbook, I will help you lay out exactly what you want, how you want it, why you want it, when, where, all of that is going to come from you. It's going to be your words. It's not going to be me telling you what you want. I want to help you organize what you want in such a way that you can program it into your subconscious. You can get The Mental Workbook by going to workonmygame.com slash workbook or you can get the Mental Game Super Duper Bundle when you order your free copy of either of my books, The Third Day or The Mirror of Motivation, both of which the links for are listed below in the show notes. So how many times in your life have you thought about doing something? Then before you actually did it, you decided to think about it some more. You weighed your options. You looked at other possibilities and then you ended up doing one of two things. And you're going to tell me what these two things are because you know the answer. So you thought about doing something, you were about to do it, but before you did it, you said, you know what? Let me think about this a little bit more. Let me weigh my options. Let me look at all the other options and possibilities. And then you finally did end up making a choice. And you did one of two things in this situation. I guarantee it was one of these two. Either A, you did nothing at all, or B, you did the same thing that you were thinking about three weeks ago, but you just did it three weeks later. You didn't take a different option. You didn't take a different choice. You didn't come up with a different answer. You did the same thing you were thinking about. It just took you three weeks to do it or you did nothing. And now to this day, you're still thinking about it like, damn, I did nothing but that opportunity right there. Am I right or am I right? I know this has happened to you many times over because it's happened to me many times over. And I hear from people to whom this happens many times over. And my job is to help you stop having this happen, which is why this third point today here is stop thinking and start acting. Now, you did all your thinking already. It's not think time anymore. It's action time. It happens to all of us as human beings that we do this. And usually when we end up taking action, we do the same thing that we initially thought of in the first place because our instincts don't lie to us, nor do they mislead us. But because we have these big, complex brains up in our heads, 
We all think we are so damn smart. We usually think ourselves out of our own opportunities. You hear what I just said? We think ourselves out of our own opportunities because we think that if we think some more, we're going to make the situation better. How many times has thinking made your situation better? When you tell me how many times in life can you remember that you had a certain situation, then you thought about it a lot. And because you thought about it, the situation got better. Yeah, I can't think of any either. So that that whole pause there, I mean, I'm quiet the same way you're quiet because I can't think of one just like you can. One easy step to being a more fearless individual is to listen to and follow your instincts more often because your instincts don't lie to you. I'm not saying to follow your instincts every time. Sometimes your instincts tell you to do stuff that you probably shouldn't do. But if you followed them more often, you would be a more fearless individual because you would act more than you think. And thinking does not make you more fearless. Acting makes you fearless because now you have the experiential knowledge of knowing that when you move and take action, especially boldly, people move out of your way. Situations move out of your way. Red lights turn green when you take action. Doing it more often than you have been, following your instincts will make you more fearless. Most of the time, your instincts will be right and it will lead you where you need to go. And a few times that you're wrong, at least you will have the knowledge of knowing what would happen rather than the question of what could have happened. Because the last thing you want is a bunch of regrets in your life of what you could have did, but you never did. Most of your regrets in life will be those anyway, things that you did not do and not going to be the things that you did do. There are things I've done in life that I'm like, man, I probably shouldn't have did that. But I could laugh about it because at least I know what happened. I did it. All right. Maybe I shouldn't have did it, but I ain't mad about it because I did it. I know what happened. Anything that really bothers me will be the stuff that, damn, I could have did that, but I didn't do it. I didn't take advantage of that opportunity. I didn't shoot that ball when I was open. I didn't throw my hat in the ring when there was an opportunity. Those are the ones you don't want. And part of being fearless is understanding and accepting this on an emotional level, not a logical level. See, logically, everything I say on this show, you understand logically because I'm explaining it to you logically. But do you accept it emotionally? That's the question. Not do you understand it. Understanding is logical. Accepting is emotional. Do you accept it on an emotional level to where you actually use it and apply it? Because, again, I could talk to you all day, which I do every single day here on the show for 2,100 plus days in a row. Question is, do you accept this stuff and will you apply it in your life? Not do you understand it? And I know you understand it. There's two different levels. There's levels to this shit. With all that said, let's recap today's class, which is how to be a more fearless individual. Number one, have a target. I told you in episode 678, we perform better when we're angry because our anger focuses us and that focus eliminates distraction. We are only paying attention to one thing, whatever it is, and we perform at a higher level, not because our skills all of a sudden went up but because we're putting all of our resources into one thing. When you put all your resources into one thing, all of a sudden, magic formula, folks, you get better at it. This is the way that it works. All right. Fear, distraction, performing less than your best and having dissipated focus are all symptoms of each other. Each one leads to the other three. So if you can eliminate all three by focusing, you don't you will eliminate many of most of your problems in life. Being fear, fearful, distracted, performing lower than your best and your focus is off. Those are probably your four biggest challenges right now. Point number two. Stop trying to please people and start making people please you. Meaning, not out of context, you can't be a people pleaser. All right, stop letting people use you for their outcomes and agendas and figure out a way that you can achieve your outcomes while also helping people achieve theirs, as long as they have positive intentions, at least by your judgment. Figure out through your intelligence how you can create a win-win situation with other people. You are smart enough to do this. Don't tell yourself that you can't. Don't say you don't know. Ignorance is never your challenge. Ignorance is not an excuse in this, this world, in this day and age anyway. So use your intelligence plus the fact that you believe you can and figure out how you can get a win-win situation with everybody with whom you deal. Point number three, stop thinking and start acting. All right. You become fearful every time you think yourself out of action, which is what people do all the time. 
How many times in life have you been about to take an action, but you decide to think about it, him and Hall, weigh your possibilities, and you ended up either doing nothing or you did the exact same thing you were thinking about three hours ago, but you wasted the opportunity that was right there in your hands and you wasted three hours of your life and you can never get those three hours back. Our instincts usually don't lie to us, so you should follow them more often. Maybe not every time, but most of the time your instincts are going to lead you in the right direction. And the more you do that, you gain momentum. You build that momentum. You build that strength, that muscle of following your instincts and taking action. And when you're a type of person who has that kind of confidence, people move out of your way. Red lights become green and obstacles disappear when you are confident about what you are doing. And when you are second guessing yourself all the time, you act confidence. People can read that lack of confidence on you and they don't believe you. Even when they logically agree with you, they won't believe you because they don't believe that you believe and they're right. Why? Because their instincts told them. You see how all this works? All that being said, two things I want you to do. Number one, I want you to get my access to my masterminds, which is my work on your game, university.com, Bulletproof Mastermind, which is my group coaching program and my one-on-one program, which is the third day mastermind. If you want to work with me and start getting over this fear and start applying strategies, techniques, being held accountable. We already, we talked about the mindset. We're going to deal with that a lot in my mastermind. A lot of what I do is mindset work. About half of it is mindset work. The other half is strategy. And then there's accountability and execution, which are small parts of it. All of that's happening at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Again, workonyourgameuniversity.com to work with me one-on-one and get my daily motivation text by texting me at my number 305-384-6894. Send me a text right there right now and you'll get my daily motivation every single day when I send it out straight to your phone, everyone who's in my text community. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.